0: Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, and Mark Spector joining you. It's 1233 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. 9990 Jasper Avenue, Roos Chris. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply serving a night on the town, Every meal is an occasion at Roos' Chris Steakhouse. Tell Brennan and Chris that Oilers now sent you. We will tell you also, we're doing our uh, Ken Holland dinner that we auctioned off for the Gary Drager... Uh, Golf Classic at 6.30 Ched, so we're doing that one at Roost, Chris. That'll be good. Uh, you are on right, Mike, which means I need to turn that button up there. Hey, you I go, gotta remember how to do the board here. Mark Spector, <laughs> Sports and for the Horses and Horse Racing, in Alberta, presenting live thoroughbred racing Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino parking and admission are free. For more info, head to thehorses.com. Mark, you know, sometimes I purposely make mistakes, like I just did in the last segment when Big Al was uh, what did he call me? He said uh, a left-leaning Edmonton zone NDP-loving partisan radio sports talk show host. Wow. That's what he called me. Um, That's a lot of... Yeah, uh, it's a lot of adjectives, yes, Bob. Yes, uh, and I said, "Well," and he wanted me to talk more about the Leafs, and I said, "Okay, I'll talk about the Leafs." And I said, "Well, they haven't made the playoffs since 2004. Of course, that's a mistake. They've won they've a, made a play, They haven't won a playoff series since Austin Matthews was six. So Big Al liked the, the humor there, so that all worked. Um, yeah, wow. Well, Josh is like Bob. Come on, man. Where's why do you have to pound away at the Leafs? And the Leafs have just been unlucky. Well, that's all there is to it. Mark, uh, we're going to get to a piece <laughs> that you wrote in a second. In okay. a second, but. First, but first, Ryan Murray. We just had him on the show. Yeah. What are your thoughts of the order signing Murray as a depth acquisition? Well, he's a, he's
1: a uh, he's below his pay grade. I think at this point in his career, if he's coming in as a number seven, this is the guy you want. You know, he's coming here to prove he's not a number seven. He's coming here to prove that he's a, worthy of playing every night. Uh, the caveat here is he hasn't had a season where he's been able to play over 62 games. I think the number is for a while, because he's had some health issues. But you know what? If you're only, I, I maintain, Bob, if you're only asking for. 40 games out of Ryan
0: Murray, he's a real nice number seven for me. Yeah, you're laughing at that. Right? I think so. It's funny how it worked out, A-Spec. We were at that draft in 2012 in Pittsburgh, and uh, a bunch of the amateur scouts' contracts were up at that time, and the Oilers had drafted Nugent Hopkins the year before Hall, the year before that. Uh, Yakupov, that's not heavy. Visionist history. In terms of the fans, Yakupov was a overwhelming Choice, like, yeah, and the GMs, like, out of thirty back then, was there? What was there? Thirty GMs,
1: let's say. Yeah, you know, I'll bet you uh, 20, 20 of them at
0: least would have taken Yakupov first. Craig Button was harder because he used to do the show at that time. He was stronger on Yakupov than he was on Nugent Hopkins in 2011. Yeah, I remember because we yeah. had him on. We had him on the show. Hey, it was just one of those years. There wasn't. You know, Ryan Murray was sort of the de facto
1: number two, but, but not can... a real sexy player. No one ever looked at, at Murray and thought, "Oh boy, this guy's going
0: to be a." Number one stud, and he uh, hasn't been in his career. I remember career. It's Scott Housen oh. called me. He's called me during the draft. He goes, I just got offered every pick by the Islanders to move down two spots. And I'm like, take it, take, take it. it. He goes, we don't know if we can draft that many guys. Like, that's a yeah, lot of guys. That's a lot of – well, a <laughs> case in point, like just to, the Detroit Red Wings, uh, with Ken Holland and Tyler Wright about four years ago or five years ago, I think mm-hmm. it was a 17 draft, they had 10 draft picks, five who they didn't ultimately end up signing. They had yeah. four picks in the third round, three of those guys they didn't even sign. Oh, wow. So that's, that shows you what happens sometimes when you get yeah. – a. Extra yeah. picks and and who was the best player in that draft in the end? Probably Va- wasn't
1: that Vasilevsky's year. Yeah. 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 So he's the best player in the draft. He went in the 20s. Uh, reasonable, you know, no one was picking Morgan Riley, or I think Morgan Riley was six and Hampus Lindholm was seven. How about Riley that? Riley
0: was fifth. Lindholm was sixth. Dumbo was seventh. Pouliot was eighth. So it went Yakupov, Murray, Gelchenyuk. Yeah. Reinhardt was four. Yeah. So four guys, none of them worthy of
1: top five picks. Yeah. In the end, we know now history tells us. So the point is, no one was picking Hampus Lindholm first overall. All. certainly not Vasilevsky you didn't even hear his name that draft the
0: guy that fell in that draft was Forsberg yeah, Forsberg, an excellent choice. Like he was the one for the Anyways. Outside hey, of the goalie, if I was redraft nothing again, it would be one of those two defensemen. It would be Riley
1: or it would be Hampson.
0: And Riley was coming off a significant injury. Missed like three quarters of the year that year If Moose. Gelchenyuk was hurt as well.
1: Yeah, and he never turned into a player. Yeah. Not really appreciably better than Yakupov in the yeah. end. <laughs> kind of funny, isn't it? All those, you know. One of those years to, to Actually, not I'm have a should have traded
0: there. your pick is what you should have done. Now uh, that we know, people can text into the show. I, I'd be interested, and in it is—it's a decade past, but I, I'd be—how many people are honest? And we're like hard on Yakupov. All the owners have to trade, draft Yakupov. I'd be interested to oh, see he was who's the sexy guy. Who, I want to know sure. who's going to be on. Like, I will admit, I wanted Yakupov in that draft. I thought Yakupov, when I watched the highlights, I thought he had a chance to be, he reminded me a bit with the explosiveness of a Harlemov. Like he had a oh, wow. little, little bit. Well, he did have a lot of what Harlamov, Harlamov's son, not Harlamov's son. Yeah, Valerie. Yes, Valerie. yeah. So seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. All right, uh, Mark, you have written a piece first piece back, Bob, a long summer right. went into that piece, let me tell you what. Boy, you, you spent a lot of time out of is was your a, body okay? You were like, every three or four days you were sending out injury updates. Not every and,
1: three or four days. I messed my knee up a little bit at one point, but I think I'm going to be okay. okay. Should be able to carry Should be able to carry you through another hockey season. Carry me
0: through yeah. another yeah. hockey season? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think you need to do that? Well, uh, you know. You are the very definition of a half-miler spec. You know it and I know it, so let's not even fake it. But with all seriousness, (laughs) Your piece said what today?
1: Well, my piece said that it's been a long, long time since we've opened a season calling the Edmonton Oilers, A, a genuine Stanley Cup contender, and B, the best team in Canada. And uh, you know what? Anyone who's listened to this show or read my stuff over the years knows I don't just toss those terms around with the Edmonton Oilers and have not tossed them around. But this year, they're out there. That's my first piece of the season. And I'm here to tell you, the Oilers are a a genuine Stanley Cup contender. I'm not saying they're the best team. I'm not saying they're number one. I'm not saying they're even better than Colorado. But they're a Stanley Cup contender, and they're the best team in Canada, bar none.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be between Edmonton and Calgary uh, in the Pacific Division. I'd like to see Vancouver move up and Los Angeles stay in the mix as well. Uh, just personal thing with Todd McClellan, yep. who was a really good coach. And well, it's, it's Vegas, is some, all four of those teams have to get through Vegas. Right. I'm not saying they're a great team, but but they're a pretty good team. Vegas is going to be a good team. There's no question Vegas is going to be. Well, but I, I do think that Edmonton and Calgary are going to duke it out for top spot. I wonder a bit about Vegas's depth and obviously Vegas' goaltending situation, though they did pick up Aiden Hill. It sounds like Brassois is going to be out, so they're going to go with, uh, Hill and Thompson. So, circling back to Edmonton, you have them as a... And this is not... And did You put the You have to put the caveat in there, right? This is not the Edmonton guy picking Edmonton. That's one of the things...
1: Yeah, I mean, people who just see the story for the first time. Listen, I've been doing this for a while as of you and I think our listeners know that I'm not an Oilers fan and I'm not a guy that weighs the pom-poms for this team, right? It's, you haven't heard me call this team a Stanley Cup contender much before about, you know, six months ago. <laughs> not C- for the last 30 years, that's Fra- for
0: sure. Frank Cervelli picked the Edmonton Oilers to win the Cup in 1718. He did, so hey... What did you? you know what? Did you have them as a contender that year? Well, when they, that was when they went
1: two rounds, right? They beat sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, they yes. lost Anaheim in the, in the seventh oh. game. Hey, I, I was like everyone else. I thought they'd take a step forward. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Who didn't? Right? right? Who didn't?
0: They lost. They missed the playoffs for two more years in a row. They're way better positioned now. we yeah. They're way deeper. Or team. are we out to lunch? Let's throw that out there. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Do you agree or disagree with Mark Specter? Spec says the Oilers are a, a legit contender. Maybe not the first choice or the second choice, but they're a contender. I know a lot of people sort of look at it in a 30-team league like there's six teams that can win. Like, yeah, like, well, that's like, fair. Like, like guys that gamble professionally will tell you, like there's six teams that can kind of win most. Like in the NFL, there's six teams that are yeah. going to be in the mix. Stuff's right? going like, to change. Like Guys a are going to people like the Philadelphia Eagles to take a step this year because they're really good in the box and offensive and defensive lines. But nobody's got them in the top six. They think that the Eagles will be a you know maybe a nine or ten win team. Well, I guess now they played 17 games, so yeah. a ten or eleven uh, win team. Right. But they don't see the Eagles the same way they see the Buffalo Bills, right? As an example, who are considered one of those six teams that are a legitimate. Ooh, open on player. Thursday. Yes. So, so looking forward to that. All right. So, I mean, realistically, Colorado for sure all day. Right. Colorado all day. Who else? Well, you
1: know what? Uh, Calgary's a little bit of a question mark after the season they had last year. Not a question I, mark. I, w- for me. I would have said they're taking a step forward. I'm not sure. I'm calling them a Stanley Cup contender. They're a good team. I don't think they're in the top six.
0: I would suggest to you that Calgary is a team that might not be as good in the regular season. It might be better suited. Better suited for the playoffs.
1: Better suited yeah. for the playoffs. So That's why I say I think they're a bit of a confusing team. Uh, they're a hard one to pick. I'm not, you know, they've got, well, got two big mm-hmm. pillars that are brand new players in that town. That makes a big difference.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think they upgraded on defense significantly. Oh, sure. Weager instead sure. of Gabranson, for me, is a massive upgrade on defense. Yeah. Still uh, have a good goalie. Yeah, who
1: wasn't very good in the second round last year, and that's another question mark. What happened there, and will it happen again?
0: Well, it was quite enjoyable. I can tell you that. Was well, for you. for for a guy that works for the Oilers Entertainment Group, Mark. Cause yeah. I know what you were thinking after the uh, start of it uh, was we were in the second period of Game Two of Edmonton and Calgary. You're thinking, yeah, this well, isn't going the way Edmonton wants it to go. And suddenly it started turning turn around. And it was un- like I'm still like Mark. We're sitting here on September the sixth. I'm still sort of in shock with what ended up transpiring during that series. <laughs> like I got it, I was like, "Did that really? Did, did Leon Dreisettle really have 17 points in five games on one leg? <laughs> right, yeah, second <laughs> in playoff scoring. Uh, at yeah. the end of it, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. So, who are the five or six legit teams? Are we putting Edmonton in that mix? Colorado for sure all day. Um, how many teams out? Are you got to say Tampa Bay? You always have to say Tampa Bay.
1: I'm. I'm still willing to say. Uh, I'm still willing to say the Toronto Maple Leafs because I feel like they're a team that if they could, if they win a round, they could win three rounds. Yeah, you know that's fair, right? They're another confusing
0: team. You know but, who wouldn't say Toronto is George Larocque because he cannot stand Matt Murray. Well, George is like Bob. Matt Murray's... they
1: huge goaltending issues there, right? Right. I mean, huge goaltending issues. Matt Murray is, unfortunately for him, it's not just a guy with an injury. He's a guy with a concussion history, and as anyone who watches sports knows, that's a—it can be the smallest thing, and a guy could be out a month and a half.
0: So everybody's got Carolina. Yes. We've got Tampa. So Tampa, Carolina. Are we going to let's put Toronto in there? I'll put Toronto out of the East. You going
1: to put the Rangers in there? Yes. Okay, so that's four teams in the East. Colorado, Edmonton? Colorado and Edmonton. And
0: then what about St.
1: Louis and Calgary? Uh, There you go. So that would bring us to... Eight. Eight, if you throw in St. Louis and Calgary.
0: So we're going to throw this out there. Give us your top six. Are the Oilers in your top six? Because... I would suggest if you are a top six team, you can probably win. St. Louis is right there. They gave
1: Colorado a nice run. They did in six, round two last year. Six games. I yeah. mean, think of how Colorado won one of
0: those. Did they not win in like the final second? Or yeah, two? Oh,
1: that was yeah. So I'll be honest with you. They gave they gave uh, Colorado a harder run than Edmonton did, and that should put them
0: right up there. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Mark Spector is in studio. We'll continue down this path with Spec and the winners now. And feed all the when my cup's already Some talent there, let me tell you. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott, Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing, Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Parking and admission are free. For more information, head to thehorses.com. Uh... This text comes in out of Saskatchewan. The Oilers are pretenders. Their goalie is not good enough. Too many soft players. Conversely, Don says, does Edmonton win it all this year? Maybe, maybe not. But as a fan, this could be the best year to be sitting in the seats at the rink and watching one heck of a good hockey team. That one comes to us from the Don. And you can text us, 780-496-0063. Luke in Ottawa says, totally agree with Spectre. Let's hope we keep trending forward and don't stop. Uh, there you go. Uh, an honest Texer says, no clue how everybody has the abs as a clear favorite. They lost their second line center and their number one goaltender. Hmm. That is a valid point. Yep. They don't have Nazim Cattery anymore, who was yep. a pretty important player for them. What did he say? If you think I'm a uh,
1: liability in the playoffs, you can. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Yes.
0: <laughs> that was an awesome stand-up And Camper's not there. For all of his, you know, warts, he's still... Hey, he was their number one goalie. He yeah. was their number one goalie. So
1: No, listen, this is the cap system. Harken back to the Chicago Blackhawks, who had to absolutely rip it down in between cup wins, and they won three cups. In five but years. There was a lot of teardown going on in between, man. And so now they're paying for it. They are. Uh, I would say to you that the Oilers are, are in that. That's why they're in this wheelhouse, Bob, because they have the same guys that have gone through the years where they had good regular seasons and didn't win in the playoffs, and then last year figured it out. Right Up against the wall in, in Los Angeles, won that series. Up against the wall in game two in Calgary, it was getting away from them, turned that train right around and walked off with that series. Just lost to a better team against Colorado. And then played Colorado and said, okay. They come away, look in the mirror, go, why was Colorado better than us? What made them better? All of those guys are back for the orders, and whatever they learn, right. they can apply it now.
0: You know, Colorado, like I'm here to tell you, if Dry settle and Nurse were 100% healthy, Maybe Edmonton wins a game. Maybe they might even win two. Yeah, win a game or two, sure. W- but Colorado was winning that series. They were the, they, they were, were the, the better, better team. team. They were the better team. I don't think Colorado's as good. I think Calgary's a better team than they were. I just don't think they'll be as lucky health wise as they were last season. Well, it's impossible like, to, no, to be. It was really. incredible yeah. last year. And then part of me, was well, they have big guys. Is it because they have a big tough team that nobody got hurt? But I mean, they even got COVID all at the same time, so yeah. they all got. So they didn't sit there. And that's the thing, like. You know, Sonny is texting the show here. We got Sonny texting us and Stoney. And Sonny's out of Vancouver and I don't know where Stoney's from. And they're both they make they both make great points, but Stoney was the guy that called when the orders were sixteen and six and said, Stop, they gotta fire Dave Tippett. I'm like, You're not like at sixteen and five they have the best winning percentage in the NHL. Like you're not firing the coach at that point. I'm right. sorry, nobody does that. Well the shirt or sorry, the St. Albert uh Saints once did that. Did you know that? No. They once fired Rob Dom when he was head coach. He had them in first place. Do you know why they fired him? Because he refused to play one of the board members' sons. No, well, that'll do it to you, in right? junior. Junior A hockey, some days <laughs> tells yes. you everything you need to know about junior A. Hockey. Yes, uh, but anyhow, uh, it's, it's, and Stoney's like, you know, they're not that good. It's all mirrors. It's all power play and special teams and penalty kill. And there no, there no. Yeah, hey, you 500. know what? There was some some there, stuff to that. They, but the other thing that happened is they went through an injury run on defense, and then the COVID hit. And They didn't you know, have their goalie. Mike Smith wasn't right.
1: playing, and Miko Koskinen was as as good as he played. He was a backup trying to carry yeah, the ball, yeah. and he didn't always but carry it. In fairness,
0: he did predict that the team was going to have a significant step back. I didn't think it would be as significant as it was. But who would have predicted Jay Woodcroft and 724 mm-hmm. points percentage with him as head coach? Yeah. Did anybody see that coming? No, and
1: and this is uh, part of the intrigue this season, right? You know, Woody, he's Mr. – uh, details detail oriented guy he has been studying and thinking and I know he had to move a couple of houses this year and get his family straightened out and stuff but you know that he has literally lied awake at night thinking of the things that it will take for this team to be better I'll be very interested to see
0: are they better w- in goal What happens? In goal of from
1: course just- they're better in goal they've got a younger guy in better health uh, who played very well behind a, a Toronto team that's not as strong defensively as Edmonton yeah Campbell's a better goalie than what they had here last year. Okay. Okay. Doesn't handle the puck better than Smith. Hey, if you told me Smith was the same age as Campbell, I think I'd take Smith. But he's not. He's 41, and he's hurt all the time. That means that you can't count on him as your number one. That's all there is to it. I mean,
0: their deep offense, I mean, think of going against Winnipeg and not having enough horsepower two years ago Yeah. in the ball. In comes Hyman, in comes Kane. Those two guys. Two top six players. And now Nugent Hopkins isn't the third best forward every night. That's it. Right? Like Might be
1: your third line center.
0: Right? So it'll be an interesting one. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh... Okay, and I thought that was something else that was coming down the pipe. So I don't even know how to stop that from coming yeah, on your on the on, on your the
1: phone. Yeah, like turn your cell phone upside down and put it face down on the on the so table. That's so how you stop you the did, alerts. I get
0: these alerts from right. an outlet I did not want to get alerts from yeah. on my cell phone.
1: Yeah, turn it upside down, then you don't see them. Is is that? Is that put your <laughs> my
0: head, IT guy taught me that once. Oh yeah, put, you, <laughs> put your head in the sand and you won't see anything. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's how so, I live my life, Bob. All right, so uh, <laughs> you can give us your top five or six teams of the Edmonton Oilers in the mix. Again, I don't think Colorado's as good as they were. Uh, Calgary, I do think they are as good. I, they might not have the same regular season record, but I think they're going to be good. I think, I, put it this way, if the Oilers play Calgary in the second round... Really good series. Yeah, I think it's really it, good it'll, good be series. A, it'll be a closer series than last year's series. Well,
1: all it day. has to be. To be honest, the first game was a runaway on both sides. What was it, 9-6? Nine, 9-6. Six? Nine, six. Six. No one liked that game, and then, the Edmonton orders one of the next four. So, yes, it will be closer. It has any, to be closer. Any areas of concern for you, spec, with Edmonton? Uh, I guess the just the fact that you're counting on a couple of young defensemen to, to be top six defensemen. Uh, even Evan Bouchard, who who doesn't like his game. But we've all seen how young players' games don't always ascend in a straight line, Bob. Yes. They often will step back. So, I don't see where Bouchard's game does, but that's place for concern. And if you're telling me that, that Broberg, who's a stark rookie, needs to be my third-pairing uh, left-side guy, uh, I think I'm going to have to see that before I believe it. I think he's ready for it, Bob, but uh, that's another concern, sure.
0: Gord Oil is Texas to say, Sorry, Speck, I don't see Toronto in the top six contender with question marks in net. Their goaltending is arguably worse than last year. I would say it is worse. It is worse than last year. Okay, uh, Bob, what is the Mike Smith injury that keeps them on LTIR? Seems like they are gaming the system. They won't get busted? No. This is one where the league is, you have to prove it, but also the league has to be careful in terms of what the player. Like, there's there's guys that play through injuries where they could be on LTIR at any yeah. time. And if Smith says he's done, he's done. From like it's, I agree. It's just a, it, that, that's kind of how it works at that stage. It's not gaming the system. Jeff says, do you guys see a berry trade happening midseason? It's the most logical move they make, in my opinion. From Jeff, he could be traded, but it's not the type of trade people think. Have a nice day with that. I'll just leave that out there. <laughs> I, he could be traded, but well, it might, it's, it might not be a salary dump deal. Is what I'm saying. Right.
1: So, to be to, to buttress another position on your team. I think what we're going to see with, with, first of all, I'm on the record. I like Tyson Berry. I think in today's game, having a guy back there who moves the puck like he does, when you have Dry and McDavid, yeah. the guy that can put it on their tape the get way he does, I want that guy on my team. I like Tyson Berry, but I could, if Broberg plays well enough and if Nima Leinen, let's say, steps in and can play and shows you that you can count on him. All of a sudden, maybe you can make a move. on Barry. very sure.
0: Uh, Kai says, Bob, it's called notification settings, except you have an iPhone. <laughs> there you go. I'll work on that anyways. It is 1257 in Edmonton. We're going to talk about something completely different when we come back. Sportsnet spec, Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing, Alberta. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.